introduction the elysian fields of the egyptian book of the dead by e a wallace budge this librivox recording is in the public domain the elysian fields of heaven at a very early period in their history the egyptians believed in the existence of a place wherein the blessed dead led a life of happiness the characteristics of which much resemble those of the life which he had led upon earth these characteristics are so similar that it is hard to believe that in the early times the one life was not held to be a mere continuation of the other at all events the delights and pleasures of this world were believed to be forthcoming in the next and a life there in a state of happiness which depended absolutely upon material things was contemplated such ideas date from the time when the egyptians were in a semi-savage state and the preservation of them is probably due to their extreme conservatism in all matters connected with religion the remarkable point about them is their persistence for they occur in texts which belong to periods when it was impossible for the egyptians to have attached any serious importance to them and some of the coarsest ideas are in places mingled with the expression of lofty spiritual conceptions in a passage in the text of eunice it is said of this king eunice hath come to his pools which are on both sides of the stream of the goddess metert and to the place of verdant offerings and to the fields which are on the horizon he hath made his fields on both sides of the horizon to be verdant he hath brought the crystal to the great eye which is in the field he hath taken his seat in the horizon he riseth like sebek the son of neith he eateth with his mouth he voideth water he enjoyeth the pleasures of love and he is the begetter who carrieth away women from their husbands whenever it pleaseth him so to do and in the text of teta we read hail osiris teta horus hath granted that thoth shall bring thine enemy unto thee he hath placed thee behind him that he may not harm thee and that thou mayest make thy seat upon him and that when coming forth thou mayest sit upon him so that he may not be able to force intercourse upon thee these passages give a very clear idea of the state of egyptian morals when they were written and they indicate the indignities to which those vanquished in war both male and female were exposed at the hands of the conquerors the texts of the early period as will be seen from the extracts given further on give a large amount of information about the pleasures of the deceased in the world beyond the grave but no attempt to illustrate the employments of the blessed dead is given until the eighteenth dynasty when the vignette to the one hundred and tenth chapter of the book of the dead was inserted in papyri here we have an idea given of the conception which the egyptian formed of the place wherein he was to dwell after death a homestead or farm or country intersected with canals is at once his paradise and the home of the blessed dead and the abode of the god of his city this place is called sekhet aru or field of reeds 
and this name seems to indicate that the egyptian placed his paradise in the north of egypt probably in some part of the delta or in the islands of the sea still further north certain it is that the deceased prays several times that the sweet breath of the north wind may be given unto him and those who have experienced the discomfort of a south wind on a hot day in egypt will sympathize with him the fields of reeds however was but a portion of the district called seket hetep or seket hetepet or fields of peace over which there presided a number of gods and here the deceased led a life which suggests that the idea of the whole place originated with a nation of agriculturists in the coloured vignette which faces chapter one hundred and ten the scribe ani is seen being introduced to the gods of Sekhetep by thoth who accompanies him to smooth his way and to do for him all that he did for osiris next we see him sailing in a boat laden with offerings which he is bearing to the hawk god lower down we see him reaping wheat and driving the oxen which tread out the corn and beyond that he is kneeling before two heaps of grain one red and one white in the next division he is ploughing the land of seket anru or seket aru by the side of a stream of vast length an unknown breadth and which contains neither worm nor fish in the fourth division is the abode of the god osiris and here are the places where dwell those who are nourished upon divine food and the spiritual bodies of the dead in one section of this division the deceased placed the god of his city so that even in respect of his religious observances his life might be as perfect as it was upon earth his wishes in the matter of the future life are well expressed in the following prayer let me be rewarded with thy fields o god hetep that which is thy wish shalt thou do o lord of the winds may i become a coup therein may i eat therein may i drink therein may i plough therein may i reap therein may i fight therein may i make love therein may my words be mighty therein may i never be in a state of servitude therein but may i have authority therein elsewhere in the same chapter the deceased addresses the gods of the various lakes and sections of the elysian fields and he states that he has bathed in the holy lake that all uncleanness has departed from him and that he has arrayed himself in the apparel of ra in his new life even amusements are provided but they are the amusements of earth for he snares feathered fowl and sails about in his boat catching worms and serpents a remarkable passage in the text of unas describes the deceased king as a soul in the form of a god who devours his fathers and mothers and mankind generally and gods he hunts and entraps the gods in the plains of the next world and having tied them securely he slays and disembowels them the choice portions of their bodies he boils and consumes at his meals at dawn eventide and midnight the remainder he burns to heat the cauldrons he eats the hearts carefully so that he may absorb the vital powers of the gods and by eating other portions also he acquires all the attributes of the god inasmuch as he has eaten the bodies of the gods he becomes indeed a god 
and since they possessed the attribute of everlasting life and could not die again the king becomes straightway possessed of their attributes here again we have a trace of a savage custom namely that of cutting out a portion of some intestine of a foe and eating it in order to acquire his mental and physical powers such a custom must have disappeared from egypt long before the monuments known to us were made and it is hard to understand the retention of such a notion in a text filled with sublime thoughts and ideas in the texts of all periods we read often that the deceased lives with ra that he stands among the company of the gods and that he is one like unto the divine beings who dwell with them but little is told us concerning his intercourse with those whom he has known upon earth and if it were not for some two or three passages in the theban recension of the book of the dead we should be obliged to assume that the power to recognize the friends of earth in the next world was not enjoyed by the deceased but that he really possessed this power at least so far as his parents were concerned we learn from the one hundred and tenth chapter where the deceased addressing a pool or a lake situated in the first section of the elysian fields says o quenquitet i have entered into thee and i have seen thee osiris my father and i have identified my mother a delight however which he brackets with the pleasures of making love and of catching worms and serpents in the papyrus of the priestess on high we actually see the deceased lady in converse with two figures one of whom is probably her father and the other certainly her mother for above the head of the latter are written the words her mother mutes followed by the name a supplementary proof of this is afforded by a passage in the fifty-second chapter where the deceased says the god shall say unto me what manner of food wouldst thou have given unto thee and i reply let me eat my food under the sycamore tree of my lady the goddess hathor and let my times be among the divine beings who have alighted thereon let me have the power to order my own fields in tattoo and my own growing crops in anu let me live upon bread made of white barley and let my ale be made from red grain and may the persons of my father and my mother be given unto me as guardians of my door and for the ordering of my territory the same idea is also expressed in the one hundred and eighty ninth chapter thus the deceased hoped to have in the next world an abundance of the material comforts which he enjoyed in this world and to meet again his own god and his father and mother as we see him frequently accompanied by his wife in several vignettes to other chapters we may assume that he would meet her again along with the children whom she bore him it will be noticed that little is said throughout the book of the dead about the spiritual occupations of the blessed dead and we are told nothing of the choirs of angels who hymn the deity everlastingly in the religious works of later western nations the dead who attained to everlasting life became in every respect like the divine inhabitants of heaven and they ate the same meat and drank the same drink and wore the same apparel and lived as they lived 
no classification of angels is mentioned and grades of them like cherubim and seraphim thrones powers dominions etc such as are found in the celestial hierarchy of semitic nations are unknown a celestial city constructed on the model described in the apocalypse is also unknown we have seen that the elysian fields much resemble the flat fertile lands intersected by large canals and streams of running water such as must always have existed and may still be seen in certain parts of the delta of the distance to be traversed by the dead before they were reached nothing whatever is said as the egyptian made his future world a counterpart of the egypt which he knew and loved and gave to it heavenly counterparts of all the sacred cities thereof he must have conceived the existence of a waterway like the nile with tributaries and branches whereon he might sail and perform his journeys according to some texts the abode of the dead was away beyond egypt to the north but according to others it might be either above or below the earth the oldest tradition of all placed it above the earth and the sky was the large flat or vaulted iron surface which formed its floor this iron surface was supported upon four pillars one at each of the cardinal points and its edges were some height above the earth to reach this iron ceiling of the earth and floor of heaven a ladder was thought to be necessary as we may see from the following passage in which pepi the king says homage to thee o ladder of the god homage to thee o ladder of set set thyself up o ladder of the god set thyself up o ladder of set set thyself up o ladder of horus whereby osiris appeared in heaven when he wrought protection for ra for it is thy son pepi and this pepi is horus and thou hast given birth to this pepi even as thou hast given birth to the god who is the lord of the ladder thou hast given unto him the ladder of the god and thou hast given unto him the ladder of set whereby this pepi hath appeared in heaven when he wrought protection for ra and in another place we read pepi goeth to his mother nut there that is in heaven and he entereth therein in his name of ladder elsewhere we are told that pepi is holy he hath received his staff he is provided with his throne and he hath taken his seat in the boat of the double company of the gods ra acteth as his pilot in his journey to the west and he establisheth his throne for him at the head of the lords of Kaz, and he hath inscribed his name at the head of the living the pe ka which is in the waters openeth its doors to this pepi and the iron which formeth the ceiling of the heavens unbolteth its gates to this pepi pepi passeth through them having his panther skin upon him and his whip in his hand a later belief placed the abode of the departed away to the west or northwest of egypt and the souls of the dead made their way thither through a gap in the mountains on the western bank of the nile near abydos a still later belief made out that the abode of the departed was a long mountainous narrow valley with a river running along it starting from the east it made its way to the north and then taking a circular direction it came back to the east in this valley there lived all manner of fearful monsters and beasts and here was the country through which the sun passed during the twelve hours of night 
it is impossible to reconcile all the conflicting statements concerning the abode of the dead and the egyptians themselves held different views about it at different periods the following extracts however from the pyramid texts will show the reader what views were held by them concerning the home of the blessed dead in the next world and concerning their treatment therein by the gods behold unas cometh behold unas cometh behold unas cometh forth and if unas cometh not of his own accord thy message having come to him shall bring him unas maketh his way to his abode and the cow goddess of the great lake boweth down before him none shall ever take away his food from the great boat and he shall not be repulsed at the white house of the great ones by the region miskent on the border of the sky behold unas hath arrived at the height of heaven and he seeth his body in the semketet boat and unas laboreth therein he hath satisfied thuurius in the mat boat and hath washed it and the hamamet beings have testified concerning him the winds and storms of heaven have strengthened him and they introduce him to ra o make the two horizons of heaven to embrace ra so that he may go forth towards the horizon o make the two horizons of heaven to embrace heru kuti harmachus so that he may go forth towards the horizon with ra o make the two horizons of heaven to embrace unas so that he may go forth towards the horizon with ra o make the two horizons of heaven to embrace unas so that he may go forth towards the horizon along with harukuti and ra this unas is happily united to his ka his panther skin and his grain bag are upon him his weapon is, is in his hand his sceptre is in his grasp they bring to him the four khus who dwell in the hair of horus who stand on the east side of heaven and are glorious by reason of their sceptres and they declare the fair name of unas to ra and they make him to escape from neheb kau and the soul of this unas liveth in the north of the seket aru and he saileth about in the lake of ka whilst this unas saileth towards the east side of the horizon whilst he saileth saileth towards the east side of heaven his sister the star septet giveth him birth in the tuat thou hast thy heart osiris thou hast thy legs osiris thou hast thine arms osiris and unas himself hath his heart and unas himself hath his legs and unas himself hath his arms he hath walked with his legs towards heaven he hath come forth with them into heaven and his mouth declareth itself by the great dew unas flieth like a feathered fowl he hovereth and alighteth like a beetle he flieth like a feathered fowl and alighteth like a beetle upon the empty seat which is in thy boat o ra kindle the fire in order that the flame may rise up and throw incense upon it in order that the smell of incense may rise up thy scent cometh towards unas incense thy scent cometh toward unas incense your scent cometh towards this unas and the scent of unas cometh toward you o ye gods unas is with you and you are with unas o ye gods unas liveth with you and you live with unas o ye gods love ye unas o ye gods love him o ye gods come o part of ra come o matter which cometh forth from the thighs of horus come o ye who have come forth come o ye who have come forth 
come o ye who are feeble come o ye who are feeble come shu come shu come shu for unas cometh forth upon the thighs of isis for unas is feeble o ye gods upon the thighs of nephthys and he hath been ejected from the womb he who setteth up the ladder for osiris is ra and he who setteth up the ladder is horus for his father osiris when he goeth forth to his soul ra is on one side and horus is on the other and unas is between them being indeed the god of holy dwelling-places coming forth from the sanctuary unas standeth up and is horus unas sitteth down and is set ra receiveth him soul in heaven and body in earth those who are happy and who see unas those who are content and who contemplate unas are the gods if this god come forth towards heaven unas also shall come forth towards heaven and he shall have his souls upon him and his book shall be upon both sides of him and his inscribed amulets shall be upon his feet and the god seb shall do for him what hath been done for himself the divine souls of the city of pei and the divine souls of the city of nekon shall come unto him along with the gods of heaven and the gods of the earth and they shall lift unas up upon their hands come forth then unas to heaven and enter therein thy name of ladder heaven hath been given unto unas and earth hath been given unto him this is the decree which tem hath issued to seb and the domains of horus and the domains of set and the second aru with their harvests adore thee in thy name of khonsu sept teta hath not hunger like shu teta hath not thirst like tefnut for hapi talmatutef queb senef and amset that is the four children of horus destroy the hunger which is in the belly of teta and this thirst which is upon the lips of teta the hunger of teta is with shu the thirst of teta is with tefnut teta liveth upon the daily bread which cometh in its season he liveth upon that upon which shu liveth and he eateth that which shu eateth filth is an abomination to teta and he rejecteth filthy water ye have taken teta to you o ye gods and he eateth what ye eat he drinketh that which ye drink he liveth upon that upon which ye live he sitteth down as ye sit he is mighty with the might which is yours he saileth about even as ye sail about the house of teta is a net in the second aru he hath streams of running water in second hatep the offerings of teta are with you o ye gods the water of teta is as wine even as is water to ra teta revolveth in heaven like ra and he goeth round about the sky like thoth the two doors of heaven are open for thee o teta for thou hast raised up thy head for thy bones and thou hast raised up thy bones for thy head thou hast opened the two doors of heaven thou hast drawn back the great bolts thou hast removed the seal of the great door and with a face like that of a jackal and a body like that of a fierce lion thou hast taken thy seat upon thy throne and thou criest to the coos come to me come to me come to horus who hath avenged his father for it is tata who will lead thee in thou puttest thy hand upon the earth and with thine arm thou doest battle in the great domain and thou revolvest there among the coups and thou standest up like osiris hail osiris tata 
horus hath come to embrace thee with his arms and he hath made thoth to drive away for thee in defeat the followers of set and he hath taken them captive on thy behalf and he hath repulsed the heart of set for he is stronger than set and now thou art come forth before him and seb hath watched thy journey and he hath set thee in thy place and hath led unto thee thy two sisters isis and nephthys horus hath united thee unto the gods and they show themselves as brothers unto thee in thy name sent and they do not repulse thee in thy name atert he hath granted that the gods shall guard thee and seb hath set his sandal upon the head of thine enemy thou hast driven back the enemy thy son horus hath smitten him and he hath torn out his own eye and given it unto thee in order that thou mayest be strong thereby and that thou mayest gain the mastery thereby among the khus horus hath permitted thee to hack thine enemy in pieces with this eye he smiteth down thine enemy with it for horus is stronger than he is and he passeth judgment upon his father who is in thee in thy name he whose father is stronger than heaven the goddess nut hath made thee to be a god unto set in thy name of god and thy mother nut hath spread out her two arms over thee in her name of coverer of heaven horus hath smitten set and he hath cast him down beneath thee and set beareth thee up and is a mighty one beneath thee inasmuch as he is the great one of the earth which he ordereth in the name of ta sir ta horus hath granted that set shall be judged in his heart in his house with thee and he hath granted that thou shalt smite him with thy hand whensoever he doeth battle with thee hail osiris tata horus hath avenged thee and he hath caused his ka which is in thee to make thee to rest in thy name of ka hetep hail osiris tata seb hath given to thee thy two eyes that thou mayest rest in the two eyes of this great one that is osiris who is in thee seb hath made them to be given unto thee by horus that thou mayest rest upon them that isis and nephthys may see thee and that they may find thee horus hath made an offering unto thee horus hath granted that isis and nephthys may protect thee and they have handed thee over to horus that he may rest upon thee horus hath glorified thee in thy name of horizon where ra showeth himself in thy arms in the name of dweller in the palace thou hast made thy hand to be like a wall behind him behind him to give stability to his bones and to magnify his heart the right side of tata belongeth to horus who smiteth the tchentru in his two sceptres and nephthys in the two eyes the left side of tata belongeth to set who judges tata hail bolt which closeth the door of nut it is tata shu who cometh forth from tem hail nu grant that the door may be opened to tata for he cometh as a divine soul nu hath adjudged tata to tem and peka hath adjudged tata to shu he granteth that the two doors of heaven shall be opened and he hath decreed that tata shall be among men without name but behold thou hast grasped tata by the hand and thou hast drawn him to heaven so that he may never die upon earth among men o father of tata o father of tata in the darkness o father of tata tem in the darkness thou hast brought tata near thee because he hath performed the shooting forth of flame and the making protection even as the four goddesses isis nephthys 
neath and Serkethetu did for the father of nu on the day of protecting the throne o road of horus extend thy sail for tata give thy hand to tata hail ra come for tata passeth to the shore even as thy followers the unka who love thee have passed thee stretch out thy hand to the west stretch out thy hand to tata stretch out thy hand to the east stretch out thy hand to tata even as thou hast done to the place where is the eldest son this tata is osiris and he hath motion this tata hath detestation of the earth and he will not enter into seb this tata hath broken for ever his sleep in his dwelling which is upon earth the bones of tata flourish and obstacles to him are are destroyed for he is purified with the eye of horus the obstacles which he encountered are beaten down by the two tichert goddesses that is isis and nephthys and tata hath cast to the earth his seed in kes the sister of this tata the lady of the city of pei bewaileth him and the two nurses who created osiris also create him tata is in heaven this tata is in heaven like shu and ra this tata perisheth not and nothing in him perisheth nay this tata is the governor of his leg of the first-born gods this tata sitteth not as the guardian of god the offerings of this tata are for horus and ra and the sepulchral offerings of this tata are in new this is tata and he goeth with ra this tata cometh with ra he hath embraced his habitations he giveth opposition and destroyeth it he gathereth the cause and delivereth them this tata watcheth and lieth down and he hath destroyed the two anuti in unu the foot of this tata departeth not and the heart of this tata is not repulsed rise up tata and lift up thy legs o most mighty one to go and seat thyself among the gods and do thou that which osiris has done in the house of the prince which is in anu thou hast received thy spiritual body sa and none shall set bounds to thy foot in heaven and none shall repulse thee on earth the khus who are the children of nut whom nephthys hath suckled have gathered together to thee thou standest up upon thy strength and thou doest that which thou must do for thy khu in the presence of all the khus thou goest to the city of pei thou art glorified and returnest thou goest to the city of nekin thou art glorified and returnest thou doest that which osiris did and behold this most mighty khu teta tata is upon his throne and standeth up being provided with all things like the goddess sam ur none shall repulse thee in any place wherein thou wouldst enter and none shall set bounds to thy foot concerning any place wherein it pleaseth thee to be hail osiris tata stand up rise up for thy mother nut hath brought thee forth and seb hath placed thy mouth for thee the great company of the gods have defended thee and they have set thine enemy beneath thee thou hast borne that which is greater than thou art through them in thy name atef mahur which is greater than thou art in thy name of ta abtu thy two sisters isis and nephthys come to thee and they make thee to pass by quemt ert in thy name of quem ur and aneb uchet ert in thy name of uachmu they thy sister isis came to thee with thy members and thou wert united into her and thou didst give her seed and didst provide her with offspring like septet hail hail rise up tata 
thou hast received thy head thou hast embraced thy bones thou hast gathered together thy flesh and blood and thou goest round about the earth seeking for food thou hast received thy bread which decayeth never and thy beer which goeth bad never thou standest at the gates which drive back the wreckage kent mentef cometh forth unto thee he graspeth thee by the hand and he leadeth thee to heaven to thy father seb who is glad when he meeteth thee he giveth thee his two hands he maketh himself a brother unto thee he feedeth thee he setteth thee among the khus who never perish and the beings whose habitations are hidden make adoration unto thee rise up then o thou tata who never diest of the exudations which have fallen from the eye of horus upon the branches of the olive tree of the two horus gods who are in the temples o mighty lord of divine food in anu thou givest bread to tata and thou givest beer to tata thou makest tata to flourish thou makest his offerings to flourish and thou makest his to flourish if tata suffereth hunger the two lying gods suffer hunger if tata suffereth thirst thy mother nekebet suffereth thirst tata maketh broad the throne with seb tata lifteth on high the vault of heaven with ra tata walketh round about in sekhet hetep tata is the eye of ra who lieth down and is born each day homage to thee o ra in thy beauty in thy splendours in thy seats and in thy plenitude thou hast brought the milk of isis to tata and the water of the celestial stream of nephthys and power to journey over the great green sea and life and strength and health and the pleasures of love and bread and beer and apparel and everything whereon tata liveth and power to hearken to the gods who speak throughout the day and to rest with them during the night and to partake of the offerings which are made unto them tata looketh upon thee when thou goest forth in the form of thoth leading the boat of ra to the fields which are in asu and when thou goest in among those who bear him up homage to thee o tata on this thy day whereon thou standest up before ra who cometh forth from the east and who clotheth thee in thy spiritual body sa among the souls anubis governor of amenti giveth thee thousands of cakes thousands of vessels of beer thousands of vases of oil thousands of oxen thousands of changes of apparel and thousands of bulls for thee is the smen goose slain for thee is the therp goose shot with an arrow horus hath destroyed all the evil which is in tata by his four children and set forgetteth what he wrought against tata by means of his eight fiends and those whose habitations are hidden throw open the doors to him rise thou go to the earth and seek the things which have issued from thee rise thou up and pass thou on opposite to the khus thy two wings are like those of a hawk and thy hair is like the rays of a star cast ye nothing evil upon tata neither do ye carry off the heart of tata nor steal away the place wherein it abideth hail thou pepi thou journeyest on thou art glorious thou hast gotten power like the god who is on his throne that is osiris thou hast thy soul within thy body thou hast thy power behind thee thy uraret crown is upon thy head thy head-dress is upon thy shoulders thy face is in front of thee those who acclaim thee 
are upon both sides of thee the followers of the god are following after thee the spiritual bodies sahu of the god are upon both sides of thee and they make the god to come the god cometh and pepi cometh upon the throne of osiris the khu which dwelleth in the city of natat cometh the form which dwelleth in the nome of teni isis speaketh with thee and nephthys holdeth converse with thee the khus come unto thee paying homage unto thee and they bow down even to the ground at thy feet by reason of thy book o pepi in the cities of sa thou comest forth before thy mother nut and she strengtheneth thine arm and she giveth unto thee a path in the horizon to the place where ra is the doors of heaven are open for thee the gates of quebhu are unbolted for thee thou findest ra who guardeth thee and he strengtheneth for thee thy hand and he guideth thee into the northern and southern heavens and he setteth thee upon the throne of osiris hail thou pepi the eye of horus cometh unto thee and holdeth converse with thee thy soul which dwelleth with the gods cometh unto thee and thy form sekum which dwelleth among the khus cometh unto thee in the same way that the son avenged his father in the same way that horus avenged osiris even so shall horus avenge pepi upon his enemies and thou shalt stand there o pepi avenged and armed and provided with the forms of osiris who is upon the throne of the governor of Lamenti and thou shalt have thy being as he hath his among the indestructible khus and thy soul shall stand up upon thy throne provided with thy attributes and it shall have its being as thou hast thine in the presence of him who is the governor of the living according to the decree of ra the great god who shall plough the wheat and the barley and give it unto thee as a gift therein hail thou pepi it is ra who hath given unto thee all life and strength for ever along with thy speech and thy body and thou hast received the attributes of the god and thou hast become great therein before the gods who dwell on the lake hail thou pepi thy soul standeth among the gods and among the khus and the fear of thee constraineth their hearts hail pepi inasmuch as thou hast set thyself upon thy throne of the governor of the living thy book it is which worketh upon their hearts and thy name liveth upon earth and groweth old upon earth and thou shalt neither perish nor decay for ever and ever rise thou up o pepi stand thou up o thou of great strength and take thy seat at the head of the gods and do thou the things which osiris did in the house of the prince in anu heliopolis thou hast received thy spiritual body sa and thy foot shall not be restrained in heaven and thou shalt not be repulsed upon earth and behold the khus who are the children of nut to whom nephthys hath given suck have gathered themselves together unto thee and thou standest up on thy strength and thou doest that which it is thine to do in the presence of thy coup for all the coups thou journeyest to the city of pay and thou doest what must be done therein and thou returnest thou goest to the city of nekin and thou doest what must be done therein and thou returnest thou doest that which osiris did and thou art upon his throne and this coup the one most mighty standeth up armed like smyr and wherever thou goest more shall repulse thee none shall repulse thee repulse thee and none shall set a limit to thy feet wherever it pleaseth thee to go hail osiris pepi arise stand up for thy mother nut hath given birth unto thee and seb hath arranged thy mouth for thee the great company of the gods have avenged thee and they have put thine enemies beneath thee thou hast carried that which is greater than thyself through them in thy name of atef meur and thou hast netted that which is greater than thyself through them in thy name of Tatani thy two sisters isis and nephthys come unto thee and they make thee to traverse kemturt and thy name of kem 
ur and aneb uchit ert in thy name of uach ur and verily thou art ert shent in shanur and teben shent in teben peshur heb nebu shent at in shen a sekmu and isis and nephthys have protected thee in the city of sot from their master who is in thee in thy name of master of sot and from their god who is in thee in thy name of god they adore thee so that thou mayest not depart from them in thy name of morning star and they bring offerings before thee so that thou mayest not suffer pain in thy name of techen true thy sister isis hath come unto thee rejoicing in thy love and thou hast had intercourse with her and hast made her to conceive and she is heavy with septet and heru sept cometh forth from thee as heru the dweller in septet and thou doest what must be done in him in thy name of ku dweller in tchentru and he avengeth thee in his name of horus the son who avengeth his father hail osiris pepi thou hast offered thy libation and thou hast made thy libation before horus in the name of comer forth from keb thou hast offered thine incense which maketh thee divine and thy mother nut hath made thee to be as a god to thine enemy in thy name of god thou hast offered the emanations which come forth from thee and horus hath granted that the gods which whithersoever thou goest thou hast offered the emanations which come forth from thee and horus hath granted that thou shalt judge his children wheresoever thou takest them and he decreeth for thee the renewals of youth in thy name of water of youth horus hath strength then and he judgeth his father in thee in his name of heru bat hail pepi thy journeying and thy and the journeying of thy mothers along with thee are the journeying of horus when he journeyeth forth and the journeying of his mothers who journey with him those who are with him urge him on and they lead him to the east hail thou pepi thine arms are uapau and thy face is abuat hail thou pepi a royal oblation thou seatest thyself in the regions of horus and thou goest about through the regions of set thou seatest thyself upon the iron throne and thou art judge at the head of the great company of the gods who dwell in anu hail thou pepi kent an marti or mat mati guardeth thee whilst thou guardest thy calves hail pepi ar guardeth thee against the coos hail pepi know that thou shalt receive for thine holy oblation which thou offerest each day thousands of cakes thousands of vessels of ale thousands of oxen thousands of feathered fowl thousands of sweet things and thousands of linen garments hail pepi thou hast thy water thou hast thine abundance thou hast thy purifying gums which are brought to thee before thy brother nekek o osiris pepi thou risest as king of the south and of the north by reason of thy power over the gods and their cause that is doubles and behold do thou o nut spread thyself over thy son osiris pepi and protect him and deliver him from set come o nut and protect thy son for thou must protect this mighty one o nut cast thyself over thy son osiris pepi and protect him o great wife of this mighty one who is among thy children the god seb hath come unto thee o nut and thou didst possess strength and thou didst gain power in the womb of thy mother tefnut when as yet thou wert not born o do thou unite life and strength unto pepi so that he may not die thou didst make strong thy heart and didst spring forth from the womb of thy mother in thy name of nut o thou daughter who didst gain the mastery over thy mother and didst make herself to rise as queen of the north protect thou this pepi who is within thy womb that he may not die 
for me o nut to whom thou hast given birth proclaim the name of osiris pepi through horus beloved of the two lands pepi the king of the north and of the south pepi the lord of the diadems of the vulture and of the uraeus beloved from the womb pepi the triple hawk of gold pepi the flesh and bone of seb by whom he is beloved pepi the friend of all the gods pepi the giver of all life and stability and power and health and joy of heart like the sun living for ever thy water is thine thy flood is thine that is to say the emanations which come forth from the god the excretions which come forth from osiris thy hands are washed thine ears are opened and this form sekum doeth what hath to be done for his son thou art washed and thy ka double is washed and thy ka hath sat down and he eateth bread with thee for ever and ever inasmuch as thou hast gone and hast taken thy seat o osiris thy mouth is open before thee acclamations are upon thy hand thy nostrils are gratified with the odour of the uraeus thy legs walk to keep the feast thy teeth are and thy fingers reckon up the lakes over which thou passest like the great bull of anu and of the gnome of uachit to go to the fields of ra which he loveth rise up then o pepi and die not hail pepi arise stand up thou art pure thy cause pure thy soul is pure thy sekum is pure thy mother cometh to thee thy mother nut the mighty creatress cometh to thee and she maketh thee pure o pepi she fashioneth thee o pepi and thou hast motion o pepi and thou art pure thy cause pure thy sekum is pure among the khus and thy soul is pure among the gods o pepi hail pepi thy bones have been presented unto thee thou hast received thy head before seb and he hath destroyed the evil which belongeth to thee o pepi before tem thou hast opened the gates of heaven thou hast unbolted the doors of kabu which repulse the beings of understanding reket and ment acclaimeth thee mankind and memet greeteth thee and the stars which never fail stand up before thee thy winds are incense and thy north wind is a flame for thou art he who hath become mighty in the gnome teni and thou art the star that existeth by thyself and which appeareth in the cast eastern half of heaven which never groweth old into which horus of the city of tot hath given his body hail thou established one thou most exalted one among the stars which never fail thou shalt never perish the heavens speak and the earth quaketh by reason of thy book o osiris when thou makest thine appearance hail ye cows of amutenen who have suckled amutenen go ye round about behind him and weep before him and acclaim him by word and deed for pepi who goeth forth goeth into heaven among his brethren the gods pepi is pure pepi hath taken his staff he hath provided himself with his throne and he hath taken his seat in the boat of the great and little companies of the gods ra transporteth pepi to the west and he establisheth the throne of pepi above the lords of cause and he writeth down pepi at the head of the living the pe ka which dwelleth in keb is opened unto this pepi and the iron which formeth the ceiling of the sky is opened unto this pepi and he passeth through onwards his panther skin is upon him and his sceptre and flail are in his hand and pepi is sound with his flesh he is happy with his name he liveth with his ka and he ra destroyeth the evil which is upon both sides of pepi he driveth away the evil which followeth him even as Ma'a-Utu, who dwelleth in sekum driveth away the evil which is upon both sides of him and doeth away with the evil which followeth him let ra be embraced in the two horizons of heaven so that he may go forth therein before herakuti harmachus
that harukuti be embraced in the two horizons of heaven so that he may go forth before ra that pepi be embraced in the two horizons of heaven so that he himself may go forth before ra and before harukuti o enter into the verdant stream of the lake of ka o fill with water the fields of aru and let pepi set sail for the eastern half of heaven towards that place where the gods are brought forth wherein pepi himself may be borne along with them as harukuti for pepi is triumphant and pepi acclaimeth and the ka of pepi acclaimeth the gods and they invoke pepi and they bring to him these four gods who make their ways over the tresses of horus and who stand with their sceptres in the eastern half of heaven and they declare to ra the excellent name of pepi and they exalt the excellent name of pepi before neheb kau for pepi is triumphant and pepi acclaimeth and his ka acclaimeth the gods the sister of pepi is septet sothis and the birth of pepi is the morning star and it is he who is under the body of heaven before ra pepi is triumphant and he acclaimeth and his ka acclaimeth the gods pepi knoweth his mother and he is not unmindful of her the white crown who begetteth and who dwelleth in the city of Mekheb. she is the lady of the great house the lady of the land of union the lady of the hidden land the lady of the field of the boat the lady of the lake which bringeth offerings she decreeth the red crown she is the lady of the domains of the city of tep o mother of this pepi cry out and present the breast to him and suckle him o thou her son pepi o father the breast hath been presented unto thee and it hath suckled thee o father thou livest o father thou art little o father thou comest forth into heaven like the hawks having feathers like unto those of geese o father it is the god hetch hetch who bringeth these things to pepi o semaur thou bull of offerings remove thy horn and let this pepi pass by inasmuch as pepi passeth through thee and inasmuch as he goeth to heaven in full life and power this pepi seeth his father this pepi seeth ra this pepi is indeed god and the envoy or angel of god pepi cometh and he is pure in seket aru this pepi goeth down to the field of kensep and the followers of horus purify him they guard carefully this pepi and they recite for him the chapter of mao and they also recite for him the chapter of coming forth in life and in power this pepi cometh forth to heaven in life and in power in the boat and in the boat of ra he he piloteth for ra the gods thereof and they rejoice in this pepi as they rejoice when ra goeth forth from the eastern part of the sky in peace in peace this pepi cometh forth to the eastern part of heaven where the gods are born and where he himself is born as haru kuti pepi is triumphant Ma'a ziru and the ka of pepi is triumphant pepi maketh adoration and the ka of pepi maketh adoration the sister of this pepi is septet he is born as the morning star he goeth with you and he journeyeth with you in second aru and he draweth nigh as do you unto the field of turquoise he eateth of that of which ye eat he liveth upon that upon which ye live he putteth on apparel like unto the apparel which ye put on he anointeth himself with the sweet-smelling substances with which ye anoint yourselves he receiveth his water with you at the lake of mena of this pepi and he drinketh it out of the vessels of the khus ra hath purified heaven and horus hath purified the earth and every god who is with them purifieth this pepi for pepi adoreth the god o thou path of pepi which leadeth to the great halls testify ye concerning pepi before these two great gods for pepi is unka the son of ra who beareth the heavens upon his shoulders and who guideth the earth 
hail ye gods let pepi take his seat among you hail ye stars bear ye pepi upon your shoulders as ye bear ra follow ye this pepi as ye follow apuat and love ye him as ye love this pepi hath come to thee o lord of heaven this pepi hath come to thee osiris he strengtheneth thy face and he arrayeth thee in the garment of a god he hath purified thee in ayata he hath destroyed the members of thine enemies he hath hacked them in pieces and he hath changed himself into the being who is among those who have been hacked in pieces for horus the son of whom thou hast given birth hath not placed this pepi among the dead but among the divine gods their water is the water of this pepi their bread is the bread of this pepi their purifications are the purifications of this pepi and that which horus hath done for osiris he hath also done for this pepi heaven uttereth words the earth quaketh seb advanceth the two divine gnomes part asunder the ceremony of ploughing the earth is ended and the offering is set before pepi the living one the established one he goeth forth from heaven and goeth about over the iron sky in life and stability he saileth over it and overthroweth in his course the fortifications of shu he goeth forth to heaven upon his wings like a mighty duck which hath broken its bonds and anubis leadeth the procession which horus made in abydos when osiris was interred he goeth forth into heaven among the stars which never perish or diminish his sister is septet and his guide the morning star leadeth him to seket hetep and he seateth himself there upon his iron throne which hath lions heads and feet in the form of the hoofs of the bull semar he standeth up there in his vacant place between the two great gods and his sceptre which is in the form of a papyrus he hath with him he stretcheth out his hand over the hemen met beings and the gods come to him bending their backs in homage the two great gods watch one on each side of him and they find pepi like the great and little companies of the gods acting as the judge of words being the prince over every prince they bow down before pepi and they make offerings unto him as unto the great and little companies of the gods hail o cyrus it is not pepi who entreateth to see thee in the form in which thou art pepi hath gone down into the great green sea and thou o great green sea hast dropped thy head and bent thy back and the children of nut who come down upon thee putting their garlands upon their heads and round their necks offer the flowers which are the crowns of the pools of Sekhethetep to isis the great lady and the goddess who beareth the pike in akhet bringeth them and spreadeth them out as a gift before her son horus whom she suckleth at the breast so that he may traverse the earth in his two white sandals and may go to his father osiris pepi hath opened out his way among the birds he hath travelled with the lords of food he hath gone to the great lake which is in Sekhethetep, on which the great gods alight and these great and imperishable beings give to him the tree of life whereupon they themselves whereon they themselves do live that he also may eat and live thereon take then this pepi with thee to this great country which hath become subject unto thee by the will of the gods wherein thou eatest during the night even until dawn and where thou becomest master of divine food in such wise that pepi may eat of that of which thou eatest that he may drink of that of which thou drinkest the following prayer which is found in shortened forms in greco-roman and roman periods occurs in the text of pepi the second hail great company of the gods who are in anu grant that pepi nefer ka ra may flourish and grant that his pyramid his everlasting building may flourish even as the name of temu the governor of the great company of the gods flourisheth if the name of shu the lord of the upper shrine in anu flourisheth 
pepi nefer ka ra shall flourish and this his pyramid his everlasting building shall flourish if the name of tefnut the lady of the lower shrine in anu is established the name of this pepi nefer ka ra shall be established and his pyramid shall be established for ever if the name of seb the soul of the earth flourisheth the name of pepi nefer ka ra shall flourish and this his pyramid shall flourish and his everlasting building shall flourish if the name of nut flourisheth in het shenth in anu the name of this pepi nefer ka ra shall flourish and this his pyramid shall flourish and this his building shall flourish for ever if the name of osiris flourisheth the nome teni the name of this pepi nefer ka ra shall flourish and this his pyramid shall flourish and this his building shall flourish for ever if the name of osiris governor of amenti flourisheth the name of this pepi nefer ka ra shall flourish and this his pyramid shall flourish and this his building shall flourish for ever if the name of set in nupt ambus flourisheth the name of pepi nefer ka ra shall flourish and this his pyramid shall flourish and this his building shall flourish for ever if the name of horus of Bahutet flourisheth the name of pepi nefer ka ra shall flourish and this his pyramid shall flourish and this his building shall flourish for ever if the name of ra flourisheth in the horizon the name of this pepi nefer ka ra shall flourish and this his building shall flourish for ever if the name of kent merti in sekum is established the name of this pepi nefer ka ra shall flourish and this his pyramid shall flourish and this his building shall flourish for ever if the name of uach jit who dwelleth in tep flourisheth the name of this pepi nefer ka ra shall flourish and this his pyramid shall flourish and this his building shall flourish for ever end of introduction the elysian fields